Yes, good evening all. Welcome again to the Magic Mindset Mentor. As you always will see, there was also some value in uh, these programs. And today my guest is Gary Rogers. Gary Rogers has been a professional speaker for all over 50, 40 years. And he is an uh, executive, executive in television program, uh, picture industry. He has produced some TV commercials, infomercials, and composed corporate films for many of the world's largest corporations, including AT&T, Motorola, Mitsubishi, Nissan, but also Procter & Gamble from Bob Procter, Toshiba, Toyota, Honeywell, Blue Cross, Siemens, Coca-Cola, and many more. He was a former uh, trainer manager with 3M Company, and he started his public speaking career and uh, with his presentation skills of some 40 years ago. And when it started with video, he first used the, the original video techniques with tapes, etc. But next time he developed it into modern and also into Zoom. And he comes, uh, continues to provide public speaking and presentation skills training that's second to none. He's a master teacher and a director. And in his production career, he has the opportunity to direct many Hollywood stars, including Academy Award winner, actor Charles Heston. And Charles Gary is the founder of the CEO, CEO of the company Flix, which is an uh, international company communications company and as you know everything it's about communication also when you have to your mindset you have to learn to not only do not only take action but make activities of it so consequent of active activities which will lead to success and gary has a seat there in this many years so gary uh, welcome to the show and to my podcast and tell me a little bit about your, uh, uh, I just told a little bit about your history, but how did you come to this uh, fact? Has it always been your passion to become a public speaker? <laughs> well, thank you very much, Fred. I'm excited to be on your show. I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited to be here. Uh, uh, I appreciate those wonderful words that you said. Uh, uh, how did I become a public speaker? That's a good question. Uh, I started, as you can see, I'm an old man. I started way over 50 years ago uh, with 3M Company, worldwide organization. Um, I started in sales with 3M. Uh, they taught me how to sell, and I did very well at selling. I've always loved selling, and I consider myself today to be nothing but a salesperson, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, but I started in sales and uh, they eventually promoted me to a sales trainer where I trained other salespeople all over the United States. Uh, and then they eventually uh, promoted me to a training manager uh, where I was uh, training people in other things besides just selling skills. Uh, one of the things that uh, they wanted me to train people in was public speaking skills. Uh, and as you know, and I think all of your listeners know, uh, public speaking is the number one fear that most people have. I mean, most people would rather die uh, than speak in front of other people. And you and I are speaking to a lot of your listeners right now. Most people just they, they would die before they would do what you and I are doing right now. And uh, 3M was very well aware of that. They wanted me to train people after I had been trained uh, in public speaking uh, to teach their corporate managers how to do a great job when they got up in front of other people in, in a speaking uh, environment. Uh, 
And we did that uh, for quite some time. And eventually I got an idea. Uh, it was kind of a crazy idea at the time. Uh, 3M Company uh, manufactured uh, uh, scotch recording tape and regular scotch tape and all kinds of tape. And I thought, you know, it would be really revolutionary if when we brought these uh, corporate uh, managers into our conference room and they gave presentations in front of the other people to actually videotape them. Now, this was years before home video. Most of these people had never seen themselves on television before. And I thought that if they could see themselves making the mistakes that we were trying to train them to avoid, uh, they would immediately recognize that and it would help them uh, in our training. And my boss listened to me and he finally thought, well, I think that's a pretty good idea. Uh, so we bought some very expensive uh, recording equipment. This was big three quarter inch uh, tape in those days uh, and uh, a recorder and a camera. And uh, we just put it up in our conference room. And when people got up in front of the other people to give their presentations, we turned the camera on, started recording them. And then we would play it back. And it was just amazing what happened. Uh, these people said, oh, my gosh, is, is that really what I'm doing in front of people? Uh, it really was revolutionary. And it uh, just changed our training uh, virtually overnight. I'd never seen anything like it. Uh, you've heard all your life. A picture is worth a thousand words uh, and certainly video and moving pictures is is worth even more, if you will. At that moment, I really fell in love with video and television and what it could do, uh, so much so that 10 years later, uh, I left 3M Company and just started my own uh, television production company, which was crazy because the only experience I had was turning on a camera and playing it back. Uh, I didn't know anything about it, but I was just dumb enough to think that I could do it. And you talk about mindset. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but that was probably one of the smartest decisions I ever made. Yes, definitely. I, I know uh, a lot of people are afraid to fail. Uh, it's also, I mean, you stay, stay, uh, stand in front of people, but I think that's only human to make failures. And my uh, lessons are the best way to learn is to make mis make mistakes. Because if oh. you don't make mistakes, if you don't make mistakes, and uh, you said hey, you have been making mistakes, of course. But what value give to, gave it to you to make those mistakes, to be able to, to do those mistakes in the early years? Well, you're absolutely right. The best way to learn is by doing and when you do things, and certainly if you're doing things that you haven't done before, you're going to make mistakes. I've made thousands of mistakes and still continue to make thousand mistakes. That's the only way you really can learn. And you learn by the mistakes you make, and hopefully you can avoid those mistakes and go on and improve yourself. Anybody, everybody, makes mistakes. And in public speaking, so, so many people are so frightened 
to get up in front of other people because they do make mistakes. Uh, uh, I remember you're in the Netherlands. I'm in the United States. Uh, uh, way back in 1968, uh, there was a fellow that was the governor of the state of uh, uh, Georgia. His name was Jimmy Carter. And he was a, a rising star in the democratic political world. And he was invited uh, to introduce the nominee for the Democratic Party for the president of the United States in 1968. He got up in front of the arena that had thousands of people in it and in front of the television cameras that had millions of uh, people watching. And he was uh, going to introduce uh, the nominee for president of the United States. His name was Hubert Horatio Humphrey. Hubert H. Humphrey, and he got up in front of those people and he said, ladies and gentlemen, it is my great privilege and honor and, and pleasure to introduce the next president of the United States, Hubert Horatio Hornblower. It wasn't Hornblower. His name was Hubert H. Humphrey in front of millions of people, Hornblower, and people started laughing at him. He had made a terrible mistake. And I, most people would want to just crawl underneath the rug and die. Uh, well, Jimmy Carter didn't do that. Uh, Hubert Horatio Humphrey lost that election. However, Jimmy Carter, who made that terrible mistake in front of millions of people, went on himself to become president of the United States a few years later. Uh, he, did, he didn't let it bother them and bother him. Uh, it, so many people are afraid, oh, uh, people are going to judge me when I get up and talk to them. Uh, uh, what if I make a mistake? What if my mind goes blank? Uh, uh, so many crazy little things uh, that you worry about because uh, people do judge you. Uh, we're on uh, Zoom together right now. Some of your listeners will just have audio. Some of your listeners will be watching both of us. Well, and uh, I'm going to make some mistakes in this uh, podcast with you. I'm sure of it. Uh, and hopefully I can learn from those mistakes and hopefully your viewers won't mind. Uh, everybody's human. Uh, but boy, if you're afraid of making mistakes and you're not willing to try new things, you're never going to grow. You never learn anything. Well, I understand it very, very much, of course. And indeed, daring to make mistakes, it doesn't matter how well educated you are. It just, what you said, you start with no knowledge. But sometimes I think it's starting, the best way is to start without knowledge because then you are open to everything and you can learn. It's a learning process. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, I mean, look at it, uh, for instance, uh, Carnegie told that for public speaking is one of the best ways to, to develop leadership. How did it work in, in your way? How did I develop leadership? Yes. Uh, good, that's a good question. Uh, uh, nobody is born a leader. Uh, it has to be learned. Uh, through trial and through error, through making mistakes. Uh, uh, I've owned several companies. Uh, well, let me go back. Uh, when I left 3M Company, uh, I became a, a leader, if you will, 
First, I started off as a salesperson. Well, I wasn't a leader when I was a salesperson. But then they made me a, quote, leader when they had me training other salespeople. And those people looked to me to learn skills that would help them in their selling. I learned that through selling myself, if you will. I was good at it. And they, they decided, let's get Gary to help other people in their selling skills. And then they made me a training manager uh, in front of lots of lots of people from the skills that I had learned through trial and error, uh, making mistakes. Uh, and I loved uh, training, love training today. It's never left me. That's all I do anymore. Uh, when I left 3M Company, my idea was to produce videos. Uh, at that time, home video was prevalent and people had VCRs and businesses were starting to realize the power of a video that they could send to people in those days. And then eventually it went to discs where uh, people could get DVDs. And uh, my plan was to produce videos, uh, uh, great quality at a reasonable price and approach uh, companies uh, to promote our services. Well, I had never done anything like that in my life. All I had ever done is turn on a camera in a training room and play it back. That's it. Uh, well, the, the smartest thing I ever did when I formed my company, I bought some very, very expensive television production equipment, the stuff that ABC, CBS, NBC has, not home video, but very, very expensive equipment. And then I hired an individual that knew how to shoot uh, with great big uh, beta cam cameras uh, and edit the projects. I didn't know how to do that, uh, but he did. And he was great. Best decision I ever made. Uh, but then I went out on the street to start selling our wares. I say our wares, we had nothing. I finally talked to a hospital into letting us produce a video for them for a fee. And they really loved it. And that led to another one and another one. And eventually, over a period of a number of years, we started really attracting attention all over the United States and eventually all over the world. And we started producing videos some, for some of the great companies uh, in the world, people like AT&T, Motorola, Mitsubishi, Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, uh, Nissan. Uh, I could go on and on and on. Uh, but that didn't happen overnight. That happened through trial and error and learning and hiring good qualified people to do the, the shooting and the editing. And after 35 years in, in that, uh, in that uh, arena, I finally left the company. I, I sold my company and retired. I'll go back just a moment. You mentioned Hollywood stars. Uh, uh, one of the fun things that I was able to do um, after a number of years, uh, uh, clients started uh, uh, wanting Hollywood stars to represent them. And it was my pleasure to direct many of those Hollywood stars. And uh, I had the opportunity to direct uh, uh, Academy Award winning actor Charlton Heston. Uh, 
And I could tell everybody today, hey, if if I can direct Moses, uh, I, I I'm not going to have any problem directing anybody. Uh, uh, that's what I tell my students now uh, today. But I, I uh, after 35 years and getting old, I decided uh, I'm going to sell my company and retire. Uh, and that was a little over a dozen years ago. Uh, my my retirement lasted two weeks. I got so sick of retirement. I decided I've got to do something else with my life. And at that time, uh, video conferencing was just starting to become popular on the internet where people could take a, a little webcam like this, uh, put it in front of them and start talking to people all over the world. Uh, that little webcam to me is the most powerful promotional tool, training tool, and sales tool I've ever seen in my life. But most people don't even have a clue how to properly use it. And that's what I do today. I train people in video conferencing skills, how to promote their products, their service, their businesses, uh, whatever they want to promote. And we actually produce videos for people, uh, helping them promote their business, their product, their services, or whatever. Uh, that's all I do now on the internet. But again, I knew nothing about the internet when I started. I had no following. Nobody knew me. Uh, but I had to learn from trial and error. Uh, and again, it, it's a mindset. I'm just foolish and stupid enough, I guess, to think I would like to do this. And I think I can do it if I surround myself with good people and, and work hard and, uh, and make some mistakes along the way. Hopefully I can achieve some goals. Uh, I've done all the talking. I, I'm sorry. I'm talking too much. Go ahead. No, no, no that's it. It's it's about you. Like, listen, you are a guest here, and uh, when you're talking about this, uh, I know a lot of public speaking. Uh, for instance, when you've got Toastmasters now, the COVID bit, and people are more online than ever. Uh, the, the, the the online scene is developing rapidly. Uh, yes, it's taking over everything, and people are more online and webinars, seminar online than physical. And uh, but a lot, the, most of people are they don't feel happy, they rather stand in front of a, an audience than instead for than in front of a camera. But yes, what would you say about that to people from how to overcome that fear and how to think different about this? How they can get an order view about that? There are mistakes that people make when they turn on their webcam. As soon as they turn it on, the biggest mistake that people make in a webcam presentation and you're very good at this. Uh, you're not doing this mistake, but m almost everybody I talk to, they make the mistake. Uh, most people are on a laptop when they talk to people and uh, the people they're talking to are down below them. Uh, if I were, I'm on a desktop, but if I were on a laptop, I'd be looking down at you right now. Uh, and uh, for the people that are just on audio, <laughs> I'm looking down and I've lost all contact with the people that are able to view this on video. I'm not looking at them. I'm looking at uh, Fred on my computer screen. But if I want people to feel connected with me, I've got to look into the camera. And, and now I'm looking uh, and uh, everybody that's viewing this feels connected like I'm talking straight to them.
But uh, unfortunately, on webcams, uh, in order for you to see the people you're talking to, you have to look at them either in a different part of the screen or down lower if you're on a laptop. And if you take your eyes away from the camera, you've lost all contact with them. Uh, I learned a little trick three, uh, after three years when I went online, I knew that from my production experience that I had to look straight into that camera for anybody to feel connected with me. Uh, it drove me crazy because I couldn't see the people uh, that I was talking to. And I wanted to see the people that I was talking to. I wanted to see their expression. I, you just went like this with your head. Uh, I saw you do that. And I, uh, you got a nice big smile on your face. I want to see the people that I'm talking to. That's normal. When you talk to people in person, you look them square in the eye and they look you into the eye. Uh, if you don't, it's rude. If you look away from people when they're talking to you or you're talking to them, it's just rude. You would never do that. But with a webcam, it's really tough. I learned a secret um, and I, I'm going to invite at the end here, I'm going to invite any one of your listeners uh, to schedule, uh, and you got to have a webcam to do this, uh, uh, to schedule a 30-minute free Zoom session with me, and I will teach every single one of them how they can look straight into the eyes of the people they're talking to and see them and have them totally feel connected with them, uh, and you will feel totally connected with the people you're talking to. Uh, I, I'll provide that absolutely free of charge to any one of your viewers and or listeners. Uh, when I learned that secret, it changed everything that I did online. Uh, it allowed me to connect with people and people feel connected with me. Uh, most important thing that anybody can do is look it. Now, if you don't learn this secret, you got to look straight into that camera when you're talking to anybody. As soon as you take your eyes away, and I'm doing that now, they don't feel connected with me. They want me to look at, look at them. And to look at them, I've got to look straight into that camera. Does that make sense? Uh, definitely. Because why this, uh, people talk about creating things huh? from out of nothing. And that's why this show is also called Magic Mindset uh, Mentor. Met, uh, uh, magic, because... When you look at magic, it's abracadabra. Abracadabra means I create. <laughs> and, and magic and magic is also an imagination. And what Albert Einstein once said, uh, imagination is more than knowledge. When you look at the start, did you have role models? And who, who, who were they? Who are they? Oh, yes. I've had many, many... Uh mentors and, and people that have helped me throughout. Uh, I guess one of the most important was my first boss uh, when I was uh, a training manager. Uh, uh, he listened to my idea. My idea was kind of revolutionary at the time. Uh, uh, nobody had ever done that before in our company, recorded on videotape. Videotape for industrial use was brand new at that time. Home video was years away. Uh, so nobody had ever done that before. 
And I had to do some talking because he thought, whoa, maybe these people uh, won't want to have themselves on camera. They, they, maybe they'll object to that. And uh, I had to do some talking, but he listened. He was a good listener. And finally, he said, I think this is worth a good try. Let, let's, let's give it a try. And we had to get permission from even higher ups to spend a lot of money uh, to get the equipment that we needed to put that in there. Uh, but bless his heart, he listened to me. I was his subordinate. Uh, he was my mentor. And together, we learned some great things about teaching people and uh, again, a picture is worth a thousand words. It revolutionized our training. And eventually, everybody started using it in 3M Company. And now the whole world is using uh, a little. This is my television camera right now, if you will. Uh, this little webcam. It's just a normal webcam. Now, that's not the one I'm using. The one I'm using is right in front of me. That's just a prop. But people can take a webcam and talk to anybody on the face of the earth that has an internet connection. Uh, I'm here in the United States. You're across the world from me in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And it's like you're in my office right now. We can look at each other and see each other and talk to each other, uh, just like we were sitting right next to each other. That has opened up a whole new world for everybody. But you do need to learn some skills that will make you uh, proficient and certainly uh, a pro, if you will, uh, when you do turn on that uh, little webcam uh, so that you come across well to other people. Uh, but mentors, uh, lots and lots of them. Uh, uh, I've learned from so many people that I've worked with. That I, I guess number one was my, uh, my boss at uh, 3M Company. Boy, he got me started, got me to love uh, video that I, I had no experience with, got me to love training, uh, that I love with all my heart. I just love working with people and helping uh, them. Uh, well, enough said. Uh, oh, no, did I answer that question? Yes, that's an answer to the question. And when you talk about mentorship, of course, and your mentor was open to listen. So what I always say is that, and what's also come known, that the best mentors are the mentors who learn from their mentees. So, and that you have also mentees where from, from whom you did learn a lot, which give, give you an epiphany to learn from. You have also mentees which, uh, which give you more ideas, which uh, make, you, uh, make your thoughts going, okay, I can do this, do this better or accelerate things. Very, very true. And how many mentees did you have that uh, went even further than you did? I'm sorry, you cut out. How many, how many mentees did you have that developed even faster due to, due to your, your mentorship? Oh, God. How many mentors did I have? No, no. A good mentor learns from his mentees as well. Like okay. when the boss learned from you, he was, he was open to learn from you and make 
risk, although he was your mentor, but you showed him a new opportunity. So um, he, he, you were blind. And this way, when you educate people, when you're with your mentorship, you give people, uh, they have, they sh you show them the way, their way. Yes. And uh, But when people uh, did shows a direction, that you also learn from them, from your- Oh, absolutely. Case. Absolutely. Uh, I, I mentioned a moment ago uh, that I'm, uh, I would love to have any of your viewers spend 30 minutes with me where I'll teach them some things that will help revolutionize their business. If they're doing anything with a webcam, anything, I can help them uh, and teach them a few things that they've never dreamed of uh, before. Now, I, I, I love to do that. I've never had a bad free Zoom session with anybody. Uh, I've, I have met so many people all over the world uh, that have taught me things through just a little 30-minute Zoom session. And then if I need more time, we'll get back with each other. Uh, you never know who you're going to meet. Literally, uh, all of my business comes from getting in front of people. It, uh, it, uh, and I do this for free, literally for free. Uh, in uh, free Zoom sessions, uh, in uh, being a guest on podcasts. Uh, I, I do a lot of podcasts all, all over my country and many other countries uh, like yours. And viewers will come to me and listeners will come to me. Uh, half of the people that come to me on a free Zoom session actually end up being in my course, my paid course. The other half don't. And that doesn't bother me one iota because I've made literally lifelong friends from, oh, dozens and dozens and dozens of people that have never taken my course, but I've learned from them. I've become great friends with them. Doesn't bother me at all. Uh, literally, all of my business comes from just talking with people like we're talking uh, today. Uh, we met each other on a free Zoom session, and here I am on your podcast. Uh, who knows what, uh, what this uh, will lead to with you and I, Fred. You're a wonderful person. Uh, you're doing a great job. You look straight into that camera uh, when you talk to people, and very few people do that. And I complimented you uh, uh, on that first free Zoom session because I rarely uh, talk to anybody first time that does that. And you did it. And I learned from you. Uh, uh, you've just got such a great personality. You're smooth, you're confident. Uh, uh, and, uh, and here we are talking together to many people all over the world that view and listen to your podcast. And I, I just, I can't say enough about uh, mentorship and how uh, people can learn uh, from each other if they just put themselves out there. Uh, I, I'm sure I've made some mistakes uh, already in this program. I don't know what you're going to ask me. Uh, and other people that may come on your program don't know. And they're frightened about that. But that's that's life. Uh, you just learn as you go along, if you will. Yeah, but in my opinion, I say make mistakes. No, there are no mistakes when you answer questions. Because it's uh, what's important when you're a guest in, in, in the show, I want to know 
how your uh, life and how you, how your success developed of course that there is no escape it's it's you and that's about everyone huh? when you when you sell when you tell somebody okay what when you when somebody says okay who am i i'm, I'm nobody nobody knows me what, what what would you suggest to that person what says who would like to listen to me i, I, I don't I, i'm nobody i'm nothing to tell I, people don't know me what would you tell those people well that that's a good point nobody knows me uh, i no famous individual uh, I, I when i uh, invite people to spend 30 minutes with me i promise them uh, that i will help them in that 30 minutes uh, if they're doing anything online or if they want to do anything online uh, that involves a webcam. That's my, uh, my specialty, presentation skills, public speaking skills, promotional skills. Uh, people have to promote themselves or their business, their product or their service in some manner. That little webcam is the most powerful promotional tool I think every one of your listeners will ever I'm sorry I just <laughs> I just hit my <laughs> my video button that's another mistake uh, <laughs> people are afraid of making mistakes I just hit the button and <laughs> lost the picture uh, I, I forgot what we're talking about now there's another mistake I've made another what were you talking about Fred <laughs> but uh, how you make about uh, what you would say to people that are afraid that I know they have nothing to tell. Who am I? I'm, I'm a nobody. Yeah, I, I, I am a nobody. Uh, uh, but I've learned some things over many, many years uh, that help people in promoting themselves, their business, their products, their services, uh, and especially through video conferencing. Uh, if people had any idea what they could do with just a little webcam, it doesn't cost any money. Uh, to make a video call. You can get on Zoom for free. Uh, it's a free platform. Now you can pay $15 a month but uh, for the super duper version, but you can get on a platform with Zoom for free for the rest of your life. If you keep it under 40 minutes and talk to anybody on the face of the earth that's got an internet connection, doesn't cost a penny. Uh, anybody can start doing that today. I work with coaches every single day. Uh, in fact, I've got two medical doctors right now as we're speaking. Uh, one is in Florida in the United States. The other is in uh, British Columbia in Canada. They're both physicians, medical doctors. They both recently retired and they want to coach. One has been coaching for uh, a number of months, and she needs some help. The other uh, is just starting in coaching and definitely needs some help. Uh, who am I to teach a medical doctor? Uh, I had a, a coaching session with uh, one doctor the other day. He said, uh, you know, I've been trained in the medical profession. I know I know what I'm doing in the medical profession, but I don't know anything about promotion, promoting myself, uh, presentation skills, getting in front of a camera. He said that I'm foreign in that area. I need your help. Uh, and it's just so rewarding to be able to help people 
in areas that they don't have any expertise uh, in. Uh, I love what I do. Uh, I retired once and I got sick of it in two weeks. Now people constantly ask me, when are you going to, why don't you retire? And uh, my answer is, I'm not going to retire until they bury me. And I mean that sincerely. I, if I can speak, if, if my mind is still working, uh, I love what I do. And, and I love meeting with people and helping them. Uh, well, enough said. <laughs> yes, that's about, uh, that's an, uh, an obligation. When you have something to share, when you have knowledge to share, a value to share, and when you say uh, you uh, won't uh, stop with working, but uh, like Confucius said, if you love what you do, you never have to work. And that's, I think that's what's definitely describing you. Uh, you love what you're doing. You love the value it gives and how you help people develop this way. People get intimidated uh, so easily, uh, as you know, Fred. Uh, uh, and you said a moment ago, why would people come to you? Uh, you're not famous. Uh, maybe I said that. <laughs> uh, I'm not famous. Nobody knows me that, that takes a course with me. Uh, they, I, they see something, hear me or whatever, and then decide, well, maybe I can get some help from him. Uh, we, we talked about Charlton Heston. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that man was one of the great actors in the, uh, in the whole world. Uh, he played some of the greatest star, uh, some of the greatest people in the world. Uh, everybody knows Charlton Heston uh, played Moses in the Ten Commandments. He played El Cid, a uh, great uh, Spanish uh, warrior. He played Michelangelo. Uh, he played uh, Judah Ben-Hur and won the Academy Award for Ben-Hur, one of the greatest movies ever made. And here I am directing Charlton Heston. Who am I to direct Charlton Heston? Well, uh, we hired him for a specific project. I knew he had the talent and the ability. And I will tell you, he is one of the kindest. He was one of the kindest people I have ever met in my whole life, literally, of anybody. Uh, he treated me like I was a somebody. Uh, I was directing him and what I wanted him to do in uh, that project. And he said, oh, thank you so much uh, when I would give him a suggestion. Now, if I don't do it right, do you please tell me? Uh, just a wonderful human being. Uh, but I had a few butterflies in my stomach. Uh, the first moment I met uh, Charlton Heston, uh, and that's natural. Uh, I'm a nobody, but I, I know what I'm doing, and he was kind enough to work with me. Now, I've worked with some other stars that are kind of jerks. They're hard to work with, uh, and I won't mention any of their names, but uh, that doesn't bother me either. I've met lots of people that are jerks that aren't Hollywood stars. Uh, that's just natural in human nature, if you will. And if you get offended by a jerk, uh, uh, you're not going to last very long because we've all met some jerks uh, that don't treat you very nicely uh, and are hard to get along with. But that's part of life. You're going to meet them in any field 
of work you do, whether it's uh, medicine or uh, coaching like we're doing, podcasting, uh, that's just human nature. Now, again, I'm wandering again. I'll give you the the floor. Give it's, it back it's to okay, you. but you know, I mean, you said uh, it's, uh, I'm a nobody, but I don't uh, agree. A nobody. I don't see anyone as a nobody. But some people think about themselves that they are a nobody. Uh, and just to correct it, but uh, indeed, staying humble and just be yourself, be uh, authentic, be unique, and uh, follow your dreams. Do the things what you can. Uh, do and uh, give value. I, my, my opinion is that everyone has to give some value, especially when you uh, experience things in your life, which gives, which you can give back to people like you did now, you, uh, you went to the, in the, in the revolutionary with, uh, with uh, 3M, with uh, video uh, taping. Uh, and that's something because before that, there was only radio. And I, I know that the, for instance, when the radio was shows went on, one radio show aroused the world. It was War of the Worlds. People really thought that the Martians had, had landed. So, so realistic it, it became. And, and now it's in a different level since we have now, and, and you see. And people are, they say, it's not only about the voice. It's about the hearing. It's also about the seeing. And that, that's a development which is, gives um, more power to your voice. And you give gestures, you give, you see, you hear, and, and you see the gestures of the people. So that's that's a, a combination of everything. Like music, music um, uh, movies. Movies were for us to, like uh, only with music. And adding the voice to it, it makes it complete. And this is also what you're doing. Huh? And so how... Did you also did first uh, with, with only tapes, so only listen to, to, to the people? Yeah, say that again. I, I didn't also understand. First, you also start first with only listen to people when uh, listening to people when there was. Oh, you you've got to listen to people. I, I do a lot of talking, and I've done too much talking. I like to hear more from you, uh, but it's so important to listen to the answers. People don't listen. That, that's one of the te- uh, things that I teach in our communication classes. Uh, uh, you've got to be a good listener, not just a talker. In fact, uh, at 3M Company, we did a little experiment with people on a uh, talking and listening. Uh, uh, I walked into 3M Company, uh, and uh, there's a... a reception desk there uh, where I was working. And uh, I can't even remember her name now that the lady behind the desk and she knew me. uh, uh, She knew me very well and said, hi, Gary, how are you? And I said, uh, hi, uh, whatever her name was, June or whatever. Hi, June. uh, I just found I got leukemia. Uh, and she, oh, that's great. And I uh, just kept on walking. <laughs> yeah. I, hi, June. I just found, how are you? She said, uh, I just got leukemia. She, oh, that's great. She didn't listen to a word I said so many times. We don't listen to the people that are talking to us. It just goes in one ear and out the other. Uh, that's sad. Boy, you can learn so much by listening. Uh, to people, especially in sales. Most people don't like salespeople. They think that uh, they're nothing but big talkers and that they talk them into something that they don't want. 
Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, you can't talk to somebody into wanting something that they don't want. Uh, the want has got to be there. Uh, most salespeople don't listen very well. Unfortunately, they give decent salespeople a bad name. Uh, the good salespeople are good at asking questions and listening to the answers. And the most powerful questions I ever learned in my life, uh, they're called open-end questions. Uh, they start with who, what, when, why, where, or how. There are just six of them. Uh, you can't answer them with a simple yes or a simple no. Uh, for example, uh, Fred, do you like podcasting? Definitely, yes. I like this uh, podcasting. Okay. Uh, most people say yes or no. You say, I like podcasting. Oh, I got three or four words out of you. Okay, let me refresh. That was a, a closed-end question. Closed-end question. I'm going uh, to change that to an open-end question. Fred, what are some of the things that you like about podcasting? Yes, a lot, a lot of things. Getting guests on here, getting other stories, feel experiences, getting value for other people, and make it uh, getting my knowledge wider. So uh, by... Uh, Inviting guests and giving giving podcasts, I learn a lot, and I give this all to, to my listeners. Okay, now I got a very long answer from basically the same question. The first question was, "Do you like podcasting?" Yes, I like podcasting. That's it. Uh, I changed that around to, "Fred, what do you like about podcasting?" What do you like? That's one of those six questions. Who, what, when, why, where, or how? I can't say, what do you like about podcasting and have you say, yes. That doesn't make any sense. No. You can't answer it with just a one-word answer, yes or no. It invites a more detailed response. And you gave me a long answer uh, when I changed the question from a closed-end question to an open-end question. If your listeners can memorize those questions, who, what, when, why, where, and how, it will change their lives, literally. Uh, it will open doors unlike anything you've ever seen. Just, just a little tidbit, we were talking about questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, but, but, when, but, but what when people are afraid of the answer they, may, they might get? So some people don't want to hear some answers, like uh, uh, like speaking. Uh, people are still afraid. Uh, did you also met people who didn't want to listen? They didn't want to learn and still kept going on the same way. But sometimes you're going to get questions. I'm sorry, answers that you don't want to hear. Uh, salespeople get that, those all the time, but you really do want to hear those. Uh, are you interested in my product? That's not an open-end question. Are you interested in my product? Well, none, uh, not really. Or, well, uh, yeah, I have an interest, but uh, now you're, you better listen to that answer. And hopefully if, if you're in person, you can see, I can, well, uh, you can see by my expression, I'm not really that interested. 
Uh, those are things that a salesman needs to know. Uh, let me change. To, wh what would I need to do, Fred, to earn your business? Now, you can't say yes or no. That's an open-end question. Uh, now you got to start saying, well, you know, I don't like this and I don't like that, but I am interested in this. Now, if you listen to what that person's saying, it, that person is really telling you whether or not he or she is a prospect or what you need to do uh, to get that individual's business just by asking questions and listening uh, to the answer. So important for anybody, a leader, uh, a salesperson, anybody uh, asking right questions and listening to the answers. And how would you combine this listening to mindset? How, what's, what's the connection of listening and mindset? Well, you've got to train yourself to do that. So many people are good at talking, uh, but not very good at listening. And you're not going to get very far in this world if you don't listen to the people that are talking to you. And if you're asking questions, you need to listen to those answers. You just can't. You, you, you can't become a great leader if you're not a good listener. It's virtually impossible. I have found famous people that I have met, it seems like virtually all of them, the famous people, the really good ones, are all good listeners. They, they really tune in uh, and listen to what you're saying. Virtually all of the great ones that I've ever met. One of the we go almost to the end. So uh, when you talk about you, you say uh, my, my my motto is the magic mindset. What's it so what's it so magic about communication? And because people thought when they first saw movies, people thought it was magic throwing yourselves on the screen. What is so magic about communications? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Literally, if you can't communicate with anybody, you can't get anywhere. I guess in the beginning, I wasn't there, but uh, at the very beginning, if people couldn't talk and they just, ooh, 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 uh, we, we can't communicate unless uh, we listen to the people and we've got to listen to what they're saying. Uh, if you can't understand what they're saying, then you have to, uh, uh, or you, uh, I've been all over the world and I don't speak most languages. Uh, I, I love people that speak uh, many languages. I can speak a little Deutsch, uh, but Sevenik uh, Deutsch, not very much. Uh, uh, so then I have to make motions with my hands. And if I'm going to the Flughafen, uh, I'm going to make an airplane with my hand. That's my only way of communicating if I don't know what the airport or the Flughafen uh, is. Uh, it's hard to communicate with anybody if you don't know the basic skills of communication. The first, obviously, would be the language uh, in order for us to talk to each other. 
I'm not smart enough to, to communicate in, uh, in Dutch. You're in, uh, in Holland. Uh, we could get by with a little Deutsch, uh, uh, but I couldn't get very far. You're smarter than I am because uh, you know my language, and that allows us to communicate back and forth. And I need to listen to you carefully. Now, you don't talk quite as loud as I do, and I got some hearing aids, and, and I had struggled a couple of times to actually hear what you were saying. Uh, uh, and I've got to hear what you're saying in order to respond, obviously. That's just part of communication, projection, inflection, enthusiasm, speaking the language, and listening uh, to the answers. To answer your question, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't master some good communication skills, period. Okay. Now, great, Gary. I loved uh, listening to you, of course. And you tell, uh, why wouldn't I talk too much? Because uh, if, I, if you wanted to have me talking, you have to invite me in the podcast. <laughs> you are my guest, so I, the stage is sure in my podcast. And I'm glad I did because it gives people some value. And I hope they take the opportunity you, gave, you give them to come to you and have a half an hour uh, on Zoom because we did that. And of course, we had a, a lovely uh, talk and a lovely uh, exchange of information. And uh, of course, everything you learn, you, you, uh, is, you can do something. It's all, this most thing is not only about communication, it's listening, learning, and applying. Because, and keep so true. You've, you've been such a great host. You are very kind and very easy to talk to. Uh, thank you for inviting me on your program. I, I mentioned that I would give your listeners a URL and they can go back. I'll say it, but they can go back. And if you'll put a link uh, for any of them that can get it, it is Company Flicks, and that's spelled C-O-M-P-A-N-Y-F-L-I-X, like Netflix, companyflix.com forward slash free dash masterclass forward slash free dash masterclass and when you when you just pick a time and a date be sure to put fred's name uh in there when you do that so i remember what podcast wh where are you coming from i will put the will. link as well under the written text of the, the podcast and then when i publish the podcast because it's also published of course uh, uh, to invite people to come to this show and listen on, uh, on Facebook, for instance, and Instagram that they find me and my page. Uh, since, uh, and I hope to, to get people on the show to give, to, uh, to get the value here that you are given today. So uh, for this, I want to close the thing uh, this, this evening with this podcast. I uh, thank you. Uh, so uh, with, will help with being my guest. And uh, I, I close normally with, uh, uh, I close with uh, be the magic, believe in yourselves and go forward for the, ex, uh, the being the best version of yourselves. Thank you and hope for you to see you next time on the next show with the next interesting guests. And I don't tell oh, because I, I get very great guests coming, but you have to follow the podcast and uh, to listen to it and to see who, who the next guest will be. Thank you all, and uh, till the next time.